Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. We are offering you a free trial, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to not only explore all the audiobooks, but also all the other audio content that is available to you there. Every year, uh, the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is recognized as a great resource for small business owners, sales professionals, business leaders of all sorts. Uh, And I'm thrilled that that is the case. We continue to find ourselves on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. And that's because of the guests. Um, These are people who have expertise in particular areas of business. And they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no different. Today, my guest is Laura Reese. Laura teaches entrepreneurs and small businesses how to use their brand as a powerful sales tool and as a way to accelerate the sales cycle. Over the past 20 years, she's worked as a brand strategist, copywriter, and creative director, supporting some of the world's most recognizable brands, some of the world's smallest companies, and lots of organizations in between. Thanks so much for joining me today, Laura. Thank you, Diane. I'm so glad to be here. I'm thrilled to have you here. We're going to be talking about um, using your brand as a sales tool. And so I think I'd like to start uh, with asking you to uh, define what a brand is. Well, I hear a lot of people say, you know, well, we have a logo, so we're good as far as branding. But I think that a brand is about a lot more than that. It's about the total experience that your customers have with you, with your business. A logo is definitely part of that because it ideally should represent and reflect that. 
that experience, but it's just a really small piece. So at a base level, and especially for small businesses, your brand is going to boil down to two things. The first thing is how your company serves customers. So it's, that's how you solve their problems, how you meet their needs, how you help them achieve their dreams, their goals. And then the second thing is how you express that externally. So if you think about a big brand like Nike, um, I love that example because they're just so ubiquitous and everyone's so familiar with their swoosh and their tagline. But the way that they really serve customers is they provide shoes and athletic wear that's designed to enhance performance and it gives you confidence to play at a high level. Well, that's not very sexy to say, right? So <laughs> even though that's the foundation of what they do, the way they express that is by showing you elite athletes and by saying, you know, just do it. Okay. So let, let's talk about um, like this. Are there similarities between like the Nike brand and a brand for a small business? Are there differences between yes, the two? Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So when you think about a brand for any size of business, you're going to have a set of foundational things that are the same. So Nike knows its customer. Nike knows what messages resonate. It knows its personality. It has a set of visual and verbal tools that it follows in every execution of its brand. Huh. The same holds true for a small business. That These are the same foundational elements that I teach my clients when we go through my branding framework. You know, it's that same thing, defining your customer, knowing your messages, knowing your personality and how you execute that. The biggest differences that you're going to see is the scale at which you can execute your marketing tactics, right? Uh -huh. So yeah. Nike can work with LeBron James and Serena Williams, but you probably don't have that kind of budget as a small <laughs> business, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that makes so much sense to me. Uh, now... Oh, shoot. I just had a question and it totally left my head. Uh, oh, I know what it was. When, when you were talking about, you know, defining your client, I find that companies are uh, reluctant, I will say, that, that small business owners are sometimes reluctant to, part, you know, engage in that sort of definition because they're afraid they're going to uh, leave people out or leave, you know, companies out, customers out that, that, that they want to be pretty broad. It's so common. And I think that that fear is real. You know, I've faced it myself as I've defined my brand for my own business. You want to make sure that you can help a lot of different people, but what you're really doing when you are talking in generalities is you're saying things that are kind of vanilla and no one is going to pay attention to. Yeah. So the more tightly you can zero in on your target customer, the more you can know that person to know their, their pains, their problems, what it's going to look like for them if those problems are solved, the more that you are going to stand out to that person. Um, and, you know, if you think about one target client, it sounds crazy because, of course, you need one, more than one client to keep your business running. Yeah. But when you create your brand and then the marketing that follows from that, if you have one specific person in mind that you are talking to, 
it's just going to be so much more concrete and so much more real, have so much more emotion and passion that is going to be communicated to everyone. It's going to be so much more effective for you. Ah, right. Because the messaging is so specifically targeted to that audience. Absolutely. It's going to capture that exact person, but then also the people that want to be like that person. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Now you just said, um, when you do the branding and the marketing that follows up from it, will you please explain the difference between branding and marketing? Because I think this is another place where people <laughs> it is confusing and there's a lot of overlap and I think that people use those terms interchangeably a lot of the time but how I define it and how I teach my clients to think about it is that the brand is the underlying foundation and guide you know it's what you say how you say it and it includes tools like a set of colors and fonts a logo maybe a tagline but then marketing is the tactics and the way that you use those to get your brand out into the world. So those are things like billboards, Facebook ads, emails, direct mails, signs. And I see a lot of business owners, they try out a lot of different marketing tactics. You know, everyone's telling me I need to be running Facebook ads or I should be on TikTok or I should be doing live video. And then they're trying these things, you know, one yeah. after the other. And a lot of times they, they aren't getting results. They're wondering why people aren't as excited about their you know, products or services as they are. Um, and the problem a lot of times is that they're not coming from a strong brand foundation. So marketing, what it will do is it's going to take this foundational set of messages and tools you have, your brand, and it's going to amplify it. So some tactics are going to be better at amplifying, you know, than others, depending on what your business is. But if you're unclear on your brand, what you're doing is you're amplifying a message that's really muddy. And so people aren't going to get it, no matter how much money you throw at it. You know, it's really tough huh. to outmarket a brand that isn't well-defined. You just end up like kind of wasting a lot of, of money and effort towards someone that, something that is not going to bring you a lot of results. That's interesting. Okay. And, and is it this, um, this, this very clear definition of what your brand is, is that what helps with selling? It absolutely does. Because when you are, when you are talking to that best fit potential customer, um, they are gonna to start to know who you are. They're gonna to start to understand how you can serve them. So when someone interacts with your brand, they get introduced to you, you capture their interest, you're gonna to start to earn their trust and you're going to make the case for what it is you're selling. So then once you actually can talk to them in real time, they're so much more closer to becoming a customer. You know, they feel like they already know you a little bit. It's basically you're talking more to a warm audience than you are to a cold audience, which I know that's so much easier for every salesperson <laughs> wants to talk to a warm audience, right? <laughs> It's so true. And I love that because I think that helps um, make the case for being really clear about what your brand is because so many small business owners just, they, you know, they struggle with the whole concept of selling and that's why they need to hear this. 
Absolutely. Well, it's selling seems really intimidating. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have made it into a dirty word and um, it's, you know, if you think about selling as, as something that you are providing for some, someone that needs it, you know, that you can help somebody that you can solve their problems. You can help them achieve their dreams, whatever that is, you know, you're just putting that opportunity in front of someone that needs that. You're not trying to talk them into anything that they don't want to (laughs) do. And so your brand is going before you and kind of shouting out that message. Like, you know, Hey, who has this problem? I can help you, you know, Hey, who has a dream? I can help you achieve that. So then when you as a salesperson come in, then, um, you know, they already know what to expect from you. And so it makes it a lot easier. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and, and it feels to me like, um, when you really have your brand down, it gives people that opportunity to learn to trust you because it's so clear that, people aren't feeling like you don't even know what you offer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is a common mistake that I see companies making like a, they're not clear on what they actually do. You know, are, Uh are, you know, are you doing seven things? Like, can you focus on one thing that's working the best? And then they are, if they know that really well, then the next mistake I see people making is, that they are only talking about what they do and they're not talking about how it serves their customers in any sort of way. And then from there, you know, if you are clear on what you do, you're clear on how it serves people, then the next thing you need to do is just to make sure that you're being very consistent. Your brand uh, should be consistent to the point that it feels redundant to you. <laughs> you know, your, your potential customers, they're being marketed to everywhere. You know, when you're on Facebook, when you're driving downtown, when you're walking through the grocery store, people are marketing to you all the time nowadays. So, even if it seems repetitive to you, your brand messaging, because you're the one saying it all the time, it's just memorable to your potential customer, right? Because they are sorting it out from the hundreds of other messages that they are receiving every single day. So clarity, um, I'm talking about benefits and then consistency. Those are three big mistakes that people make that are pretty easy to fix. I'm so glad that you just said that. It's so funny. I was just thinking the other day that I feel like I repeat my message too often, but I, and then I have to remind myself that not everybody's seeing it every single time. It's right. There, right. Not everyone right. is in your head all day, right? Exactly. <laughs> and they're not necessarily remembering that they, you know, because you think, oh my gosh, people are going to go, seriously, Diane, could you just move on? You know, could, could you just, <laughs> but, but that's really not the case. So I'm, I'm really glad that, that you said that. I think a lot of people end up falling into that trap. Definitely. And especially when, you know, someone like yourself that has a personal brand, um, as well as maybe a, a, a bigger business uh-huh. brand, uh-huh. Um, it, what you say repeatedly is what you become known for you're planting those seeds in people's heads. And um, so if that's the thing that you want to become known for, then yes, say it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Okay, guys. (laughs) You're going to be hearing this all the time. It's all good. I I feel liberated. Uh, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is happy to be sponsored by audible.com. And while I am sure you are hopefully aware that audible.com has thousands of audiobook titles that you can choose from in all different genres, you might not know about all the other content. Uh, there's Audible Originals, which really you know, explains you can only get them on Audible. Uh, they have podcasts, guided meditations, news, uh, and it is so easy to get all that content. You know, it's all in one place. So I know for me, I what I love about it is being able to go from one thing to another all on the same platform uh, and across devices. So I, I think you're going to be really amazed as well. So we're offering you a free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash business growth. Sign up for that trial, and you know what? Check it out. Go exploring. See what's there. I think uh, you're going to be really amazed. Today, we are speaking with Laura Reese about how to use your brand as a sales tool. So let's talk about uh, strategies. Uh, here's what I'm curious about. I'm curious about strategies that big brands use that could apply to small business or, you know, small companies as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is what we already talked about, you know, having okay. that clarity, that consistency, but I would also say just, just take a look at brands. I mean, I think a lot of people have a brand that's their favorite brand. So look at brands that you love and then ask yourself, you know, why do you love that? What are they doing? And then how can I Think about that in the ways that I can apply that to my own business. So, for example, my favorite brand of all time, it's Zumba Fitness. Are you familiar with Zumba? Diana? Sure. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, it's a Latin inspired dance fitness, like it's a group class. And I would say that it's totally for moms, but that's okay. I'm 100% I'm fall into that category. <laughs> but <laughs> the original tagline that they used um, was ditch the workout, join the party. And that just sums up everything that I want in an exercise plan. You know, I want it to be fun. No doubt. <laughs> I want it to not feel like working out. And it's kind of unapologetically cheesy. And I love that. And because that is reflective of a lot of my own personality. So when I um, am thinking about my own branding and, and what I do to put myself out there on social media, I take actually a lot of inspiration from Zumba because I want things to be fun. And I tell people specifically that I want to work with smart, fun business owners, because I feel like this is work that shouldn't feel like work and branding and marketing. This is fun stuff. And I, I want clients to really enjoy the work that we do. And so you'll not only see me bringing that into my client experience, but you know, if you follow me on my Instagram or even a little bit on LinkedIn, even though that's a little bit more buttoned up, but I'm going to be acting a little bit goofy and a little bit silly and just having fun with things because that's how I want people to think of me and, and the experience that they would have when we work together. Got it. I think that is great advice. And you know what? An another thing to think about is Anytime that something inspires you to act, so if you see an ad when you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and it, ma and it makes you stop, it makes you click through, I want you to stop and consider what it is that caught your attention about that, what's making you take the next step, and then, you know, 
how it is great artists steal, well, great marketers do the same thing. Um, <laughs> how can you <laughs> steal that strategy and align it to your own brand? You know, what could work about that that you can use for yourself? Ah, that's a great idea. Uh, that's a great idea. I'm going to have to pay a lot of attention to that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> once you start really um, examining your own behavior, you'll start to see some patterns about, you know, what are the things that are making you stop? And you'll also see that a lot of brands are going to align with your own personal values and feelings, just like me and Zumba. Um, and that's another piece of, of your brand that you can think about, you know, like what, what are your brand's values and what are the values of your customers? Like, and making sure that those things line up and that you are communicating those out because people are, are going to see themselves in that and feel, feel um, more, it makes you more relatable to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, that's huge. I think that is a, a huge point and and so let's talk some about the copywriting and design part because i also think that a lot of small companies you know they maybe they're just starting out and they're totally bootstrapping it or maybe they feel like they don't necessarily have a budget for these things um so will you talk about how important they are to developing a good brand yeah that's a good question the most important thing to your brand is that you have defined uh, what you do, what your customers' needs, wants, and problems are, and that you have a way to communicate that to potential customers. So that is where any good writer or designer or creative person that you could hire is going to start because their goal above all is to use verbal and visual elements to tell that story to your customer about how their life is going to be better when your company is in it, right? So it's completely okay for you to DIY your brand and marketing when you're first starting out. And that actually is going to benefit you because you're going to be so close to it that you're going to gain a really deep understanding of what kind of messaging resonates for your customers. And honestly, right now, this time in history is the best time ever for you to be DIYing your own brand and marketing because it's becoming so much more accepted. If you think about when we were kids, the only advertising that we really saw was, you know, television commercials and there were so polished, right? Yeah. You didn't have people filming their themselves in their car, you know, and then posting that to Instagram, but now you do. And you'll even see big brands using, you know, user-generated content. You'll see, you know, brands like Victoria's Secret who used to only portray like size zero models. Now they're starting to use people with real bodies. Like there's so much <laughs> more, you know what I mean? <laughs> Things are getting so much more genuine. Yeah. And so it's okay for you to be out there with marketing um, and branding. That's just a little bit unpolished. Um, and, you know, you have to embrace the stage of business that you're in. Now, that being said, um, as you grow and as your value proposition is, is getting more clearly defined, it does make sense for you to hire professionals to take a look at your brand, maybe to take some of that marketing execution off your plate, because across your business, things are going to get more sophisticated as you grow, right? And you're going to stop doing everything yourself, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> and uh, your branding and your marketing is no different. 
So, you know, when I work with clients inside my known brand coaching program, I walk them through creating a brand and a custom marketing plan so that they can execute it themselves. But the ultimate goal is for that effort to help them grow their business to a place where they can outsource that if they want to. And at that point, they'll also be savvy enough about brand and marketing and what's working for them that they'll be able to hire the right professionals. So all that to say, your brand and marketing sophistication can increase and grow as your business grows. So I got to tell you, the thing I think I love most about what you just said is that then the business owner will be able to hire the right person or company because I think that is also something that is really uncomfortable for business owners because they don't know enough about the industry really or or even potentially their their customers and their company that it's really hard to get find the right fit mm-hmm. and at right and hire the person who's really going to be able to get them to brand yeah absolutely and i mean that's where it helps to have an understanding of your own brand and kind of what has been working for you in the past but if you're at a stage where you want to hire out copywriting design branding I would first make sure that you understand what your goals are for that. You know, like what is, do you want to get more leads? Do you want to, you know, get more people into your brick and mortar store? What are those end goals that you, that you want to um, achieve? But then as you're evaluating people, I would make sure that they are coming from a strategic place. You know, they're not a designer that's just making things look nice. Like they, they are making strategic decisions based on the goals that you have given them, right? And based on the brand that you've built. So they should be asking you questions like, who is your customer? How do you serve them? What are your values? What is your mission? Um, a good writer, a good designer, they will take all of that into account because that informs the messaging and the design that they will put out. It should sound awesome, it should look great, but it should be rolling up to this bigger goal that you have of reflecting your brand to the right customers. Got it, okay, that that is great. Okay. Um, so you talked about Zumba. Are there other examples of brands that you think people can look, and you talked about Nike, so, but are there other examples of brands you think people can look to? Well, I love Starbucks because I love how Starbucks is so consistent. They do a really great job of being consistent in a way that doesn't feel that repetitive. So for example, if you look at their um, Instagram, like at least 75% of their pictures is just a hand holding a Starbucks cup, but they put those in so many different, there's so many different hands. It's so many different environments. It's even like the difference between like something that they would serve a hot drink in versus something that's a frozen drink. So they're a really good example of how you can be consistent without doing the exact same thing every single time. Oh, that's great. I love them. And you know, another brand that I love that is, um, it's kind of lesser known. So you probably not have 
heard of it, but there's a bathing brand called Courtney Jean. And um, it is, you can really great, great job on Instagram, but their website is really great too. What I love about them is that it's so clear. They just use real people to model their swimsuits. And I mean, really real people, not like the hand selected, you know, size 10, that's still a knockout, you know, gorgeous, like <laughs> Victoria's Secret does. Like, be or you. <laughs> that's what Courtney Jean does. And they make it still look so fun. And it feels so accessible to that person. You know, they're, they are marketing to, if I had to put um, a guess on it, I would say they're marketing to someone that's like a young mother um, or a mother with young children, I should say. So somebody that just maybe had a baby and you know how it goes after you have a kid, your body yeah. is <laughs> the way it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're really connecting with that person to say, hey, it's okay. You can still have a cute swimsuit and we're, you know, we're cutting the waist high and we are, <laughs> we're, we're, um, making sure that your boobs aren't, Hey, <laughs> and you can still have fun. And, and I, that's such a, a one example of specific customer target. I, my kids are teenagers, but I still love their <laughs> bathing suits because I'm still a person that has a normal body. <laughs> That's so great. And, and it, you know, it does seem that more and more brands are going with regular people um, mm -hmm. to, to connect to regular people. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. It's, it's so much more relatable. And, you know, that, that, that's what it should be about. Um, so, Laura, I, I so love this information. It, it, it's been helpful, I know, to me. So I, I know it has been to the listeners as well. So thank you so much for sharing all of this information with all of us. And, and will you let the listeners know, you know, how they can find you and about your program and Absolutely. everything you got going on? Sure. So um, you can connect with me on Instagram and my user ID there is underscore Laura Reese. So that's L-A-U-R-A-R-E-E-S as in Sam. And then I also am on LinkedIn a lot. So if you want to connect with me there, you can just find me at in forward slash Laura Reese. And then I did create for your listeners um, an overview of my seven step brand to marketing framework. And if you would like to pick that up, you can head to my website, which is lreese.com. And then you can find that freebie um, forward slash known seven. So it's L-R-E-E-S dot com forward slash K-N-O-W-N seven. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And listeners, thank you. You are who we are doing this for. I'd also like to thank our sponsor. Uh, you know, head on over to audibletrial.com slash business growth. Sign up for the free trial of audible.com and go exploring. I think you will enjoy that and also be amazed. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Full send with the driver, check. Piercing iron through the wind, check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin, check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. 
the TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.